before anyone else. Hey, I hear that. Nice and early. Trish? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, anyway, uh, nice and early. Um, yeah, yeah, a little, a few more uh, pods as we, uh, we, we, we just um, are in a real emergency state here, and uh, we have um, an extinction plan up uh, against us at the moment, and um, which means people could die at any time. Um, imagine, if you will, they lose confidence in the uh, jab, which is to, you know, call the herd as well. And, and it's doing a good job. According to some doctors that I have credibility, there's well over a million and maybe millions worldwide that, have, you know, have, you know, they haven't attributed it to the to the to the to the shot, but it's it, they're saying it is. You know, and if they can get away with killing millions and millions and millions of people without anyone knowing about it, I think that's the the the, the thing they're doing. Yeah, these people are beyond scumbag. The people, they're going to be brought to justice. And you're going to have to see it because you won't be able to rest even in death without seeing justice. Because they basically already taken every opportunity away from you that you could have had. I know you don't like to play victim. I know you make your own moves. I know you make your own way here on earth. But you've been it's been stacked against you from the beginning though, which isn't fair, which needs justice. And what good is justice if nobody sees it? So right now in the fraught, fraught with the, you know, so here's my, my vision or my leaning, my, my, my premonition, whatever, that basically at this point, the, uh, vax passports and all this shit they want to do, it's all falling apart. You know, it's, 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 it's failing and it's a, it's about as good as a, you know. Uh, you know, a three-legged pony race. I mean, it's 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 about done. Now they can keep on, you know, with you know Biden sticking his stupid finger in your face and saying we've been patient. I'm getting irritated now. Come on, hurry up and get your jab. There is no your jab. If anything, it needs to be jabbed up his fucking ass. The amount of anger out there toward, you know, fuck Joe Biden is so far off the charts that, I mean, if, if, if they ever did get their hands on the guy, he'd be, you know, skinned alive. And, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, uh, the, the uh, you know, people that he's maligned or threatened. It's everybody. It's, you know, Democrats, Republicans, all kinds of people. He's woken all kinds of people up, but they don't care. They're being arrogant about it. They're putting it in your face because they figure you can't. What He always says, well, what are you going to do about it? I got nukes. I got planes. What do you got? So the fuck Joe Biden um, campaign is going to get louder and louder and louder. 
which means, of course, internally for them, the wheels have fallen off their ability to lead anything. If anything, they'll be leading themselves into a revolt against them, you know, another 1776 situation. So my take on it, and I don't care. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I, I've been avoiding news and I don't really need news to tell me what's going on. How about you? I've been watching a lot of movies analyzing what's wrong with them. In other words, you know, getting my, my honing my skills, watching not just as a passive viewer, but as a filmmaker, you know, and saying, oh, I think right here that should have been done or maybe this should have been done here or that's where they went wrong. Trying to figure out where the movies went wrong because every movie I've seen lately, uh, except if you go back to about 2017, you start seeing good movies again. You know what I mean? Not that far back. So I've been dealing with that, you know, more of it as an analyst, as a, you know, working at it, you know, not uh, just passively viewing. <clears throat> I can tell you the problem with most films today, like almost 90% of them. And the reason they like to go to a TV series is because they can't pull off a feature film anymore. They just don't know how to, they've lost the ability to, to tell a story in a two hour space or 90 minutes to two hour space. They have to go to these series, which, <clears throat> as you know, by about the third in the series, you start falling asleep, right? Because the plot line is so thin, it really kind of barely has a pulse. You know, it'll keep you going, kind of, you know, with a single thread. But um, it and really, what 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 are the common themes of of um, of you know movies today that fall apart? I mean, we saw one that looked like it was supposed to be. Uh, a pilot for a series. The thing about television is it's more shallow, more vapid, more 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 kind of magical things happen with plot lines. Like suddenly, you know, the gun appears that the guy needs, you know, that kind of mistake. And so it, you know, it doesn't hold my interest as a result. Uh, you do enough of those things, I'm I'm out of it. You know, I don't care anymore, right? I don't care. It's to me, it's it's fiction now, and I don't suspend my disbelief. So that's why most of the series don't work. But the, but the series are more expedient because I'm kind of convinced that in ninety minutes or two hours, they can't do it. They can't pull off a story. So I, I've been watching, you know, and I, to prove that, to back that up, I've been watching story after story after story after story after story. You know, to find out what in the world, what's going wrong with these films? What is the problem? You know, is there a common, like, mistakes that people are making? Or is there an avoidance of something? And, and a couple of things. One, there's a great deal of avoidance of character. You know, avoidance of who the character is or where they come from. And you know why that is. Now, if, if that's, that's actually a fatal flaw. If you do that to me in a movie... I actually get up and leave the movie theater. I ain't waste my time. I'm gone. Don't ever, and if you ever, I see your names again up there, I probably won't ever go again. And that's, you know, unless it's, you know, recommended or, you know, so you've some, you know, you've repented, turned over a new leaf, something like that. Otherwise, I'm not interested because when you don't delve into character, then you're robbing people. The very basic thing about theater you know, which I was in, you know, for a while in the beginning. Theater, you know, began with like poetry, then theater, 
then eventually I kind of skipped television because again, the, you know, it's, it's too shallow for me. But um, the thing about character is, you know, and you can go back to, it's interesting, you know, and I'm going to also put up a couple of good films here too that, that, that do the right thing. But you have to go back a little ways. Uh, really, if, if you want to understand anything to do with, with a, a, you know, telling a story in a screenplay, a character is what he does, not what he says. You know? And character is, you know, is action, okay? So uh, character, I don't care what he says. He can say, well, I think that, you know, the moon is made out of Swiss cheese. It's what he, you know, it's it doesn't matter what he believes. It doesn't matter what he says, right? Because characters can say all kinds of lies. It's what he does and how he reacts that defines his character. And people seem to, have, I don't know, I guess they've forgotten that. That's like, you know, if you go to a screenwriting class, it's like screenplay writing 101, you learn that. Or if you go to a dramatic writer, what they used to have is playwriting classes. And you would learn that, you know, you know, character is action. Character is not, uh, you know, expository. Character is not what the author wants to sum up. Character is not a narrator talking about the character, although a, character, a narrator can shed light on a character. Character is action, you know. Uh, he gets hit in the face. He gets hit in the face again. He doesn't do anything. He just stands there stoically. You know, um, uh, you, you know, but, uh, you know, a little girl standing by drops her doll on the floor, you know, horrified at the, that there's a fight brewing. Uh, instead of punching the guy, he he leans down, picks the doll up and hands it to the girl and tells her to go outside to her mother outside. As soon as she's out of sight, he, he cold cocks the guy that's the bully. Okay, that's that's character. That that'd be a hero, right? That tells you something about him, right? Rather than you know, he gets picked on, he gets punched, he gets provoked, he gets whatever, threatened, and then he punches back. That doesn't tell you a lot about it. It's action, but it doesn't tell you tells you that you know if he's provoked, he fights back. So it does tell you that much about him. See what I mean? And that informs you as to the story you're watching. So when you have to go back into the backstory of a character, how do you reveal that? Right? How do you reveal what happened? You know, because when when the story starts, it's in the middle of everything. It's the middle of the guy's life. What happened before to bring him to that point to be who he is at that moment? Well, okay, you know, that that's hard, right? Okay, now now you go, oh God, I don't want you know, go home and write that up is this a class no but i'm just showing you what goes into it so you get interested in you might write out a sketch on who he is what happened before where was he born who his parents were what was the most traumatic thing that ever happened to him etc cetera, etc cetera. and you start kind of learning your story and getting it and you know you're able to put like little snippets of those kind of things in dialogue you know, uh, you know. Um, let's say you're going to have a flashback of how he was abused, and then someone asks him, "Well, how was your childhood?" And he goes, "It was great. I had the most loving parents. You can't believe it." And then we see a little flashback showing him getting completely abused, his father beating the shit out of him, you know, or something like that. And that reveals a lot more. That shows, well, he's going to keep a stiff upper lip. That shows he's tough. That shows he's kind of overcome that, 
You know what I mean? And that shows he's not going to be taken as a chump or a fool just divulging things about his life just because some idiot asked him. All right? So you're going to respect that guy. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I'm at the end of this, of these Zeph reports because I'm, I don't know if I'm going to write it. I mean, it's hard to write. I've got a couple of first drafts that are going to be, you know, further written, and, and I'm, I guess I'll be, you know, in, in the mix on that. But as far as a solo, I did a solo with Girl Next, and uh, it, uh, it was pretty wild. And speaking about all these things about, you know, character and things, what they do and what they say, uh, you know, it was madness, basically, the theme, madness. So the characters did mad madness things. So I probably broke all my own rules. But anyway, here's what's wrong. So you, you have a film, oh, God. And it... Just like films I've seen, like five or ten films I've seen lately, they lack a third act. The payoff, just, you know, when the film's over, you don't really feel that great about yourself. You know, that you spent time being there. You know, how many times have you left the theater? A kind of a flagging feeling at the end. You're really into it, and you're into it. You're in, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it ends, and it's not quite satisfying. Well, that's 90% of it right there. Every film needs to have a, you know, a great third act. Something that, a topper, right? So that when you leave the theater or leave your TV set or whatever you're leaving, you have that feeling like, wow, you know what I mean? You've, 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 you, it makes you reflect on the film and the experience, and it becomes a very much more rich experience, which is what it should be with something that huge of an art form. Uh, and so they lack a third act and then they lack, you know, they lack the development of the character of the lead character. They, they, because they figure a lot of them that it's going to be a TV show. So over 15 episodes, you'll finally get to know who this guy is. They'll finally, you know what I mean? Over 15 episodes, it will be revealed and you'll have sympathy. And, um, <clears throat> you can't do that in a feature film. You have to kind of get it. Get going and get moving with the, with the plot, and at the same time, you got to reveal the character to have sympathy, so that you root for the character over these terrible things that are about to happen to him. Anyway, so what's happened, I think, in film is there's a reluctance to reveal character, especially any kind of white male. No, I, I have to really be clear about this. And and black males, you know, not just white, but black, you know, different, you know, males in general, not not just related to race only, but there there is a racial component going on today. And um, so so let's just take it like, uh, take the racial thing. I just take males in general. Okay, so there's a division among males, male heroes, where you have like this feminized male you know type of hero now and when i say feminized i mean not making <clears throat> choices that are particularly male choices or testosterone oriented choices because if you do if you do act as a normal male they will call you a misogynist just for being normal 
because the people making those judgments are um, stupid. Idiots, you know, sorry, but they got it, somehow got control of the asylum. So the, the inmates are in the asylum. So they're going to label that. That is critics. People that want to show, you know, want to show off their wokeness or show off their, you know, their, their um, you, you know, how cool they are and how understanding they are of the real issues, you know what I mean? And how they want to signal that to their friends, how, how completely evolved uh, they are. And um, so they're going to call a male massager. So, so I, I watch a film, and it's got some, you know, eight, you know, I don't know, five, six male protagonists kind of doing a little bachelor party, hike in the woods instead of being at a bar because the guy's going to get married the next day. So there are just these buddies that are in, they're hiking and they're looking at stuff and talking about life and, you know, and somebody starts shooting at him and shooting to kill. And instead of reacting like males, they react more like females, you know, in that situation, you know, ducking, you know, and I know females are acting more like males too. I mean, that's going on. There's role reversals. But in other words, they're they're cowering together. They're not able to split up. They're not doing the thing that you have to do when there's a situation like that. The the hunter, uh, the hunted must become the hunter. You know, all these these are normal male instincts, or they used to be, where they you know divide and try to triangulate where that threat's coming from and then neutralize the threat. Right? That's what you do when you're in war. Yeah, it's a war if someone's shooting at you and a in an abandoned park area, whatever, it's, it's a war. You have to find a way to outsmart that, your, your, your foe, correct? So a male goes about it in a certain male way, you know, using um, intelligence and, you know, uh, and being more unemotional about it, being more incisive, being more like warlike, okay? And so these guys are all, they're bunching up together, the guy's getting his ankles shot, leg shot, can't go on, and they can't seem to get away. They keep trying to slink down the road like if they could walk away from the threat, like they don't have to stand and face it. And they keep complaining and whimpering around each other, like, oh, I can't make it, I can't, you know, like real wimps, you know, real, real, like soy boys, that's <laughs> all I could say it. And they were all, there's a German film, these are Germans, Okay. It's on Netflix. I think it's number seven or something. I think it's called Prey. All right. So they're, you know, and, and toward the end, you know, toward the middle and toward the end, you start getting really angry. You know, why won't you fight back? And then finally, you know, when everybody is picked off and dead, and it's just a total tragedy because they couldn't, they couldn't even divide uh, you know, and, and 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 split off from each other to go, you know, to to, to deal with the threat. They're sitting there going, "Oh, I can't believe there's someone shooting at." They, they're still marveling over the fact they're being shot at. It's getting really, really irritating. And then finally, you know, in the and they, you know, they shoot some innocent woman in a little restaurant thing, and you know, you'd think they'd try to find something that could be like an arms. You know, they had a couple of chances at her. At the, there was a woman shooting at him. She went psycho because of something that happened in her life. And, you know, instead of arming up or finding something that could be like a weapon or when she was close, you know, fighting, you know charging her, she can't shoot everybody, go for the gun. They're terrified of the gun. <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. You know? 
And uh, finally, in the end, when the guy gets a shot at her, she's on this cliff standing there with a gun. He finally, you know, charges her and gets the gun away from her. You know, where he's finally got the upper hand. He's, ooh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't want that gun in his hands. Oh, God, a gun. And he, and he throws it off. The, he throws it as far as he can, like off the cliff, you know. Ooh, God, a gun. And then she, the perpetrator, jumps off the cliff and commits suicide because, you know, God knows he wouldn't do anything. And, um, and uh, the story ends. And I'm like, this is not only just one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. This is this is one of the most disgusting display of male bonding I have ever seen, and you know it, it is completely embarrassing. These people are like total not on top of having no male instincts; they're complete retards, completely retarded, completely stupid. You know, and everything they do, and. Um, it's German with subtitles. I mean, it's been in the top 10 of Netflix like the last couple of days, but I doubt it'll stay there. So, you know, if you want to watch it to see what I'm talking about and to, to, to be able to, you know, um, you, you sort of, you, you know, see if I'm accurate according to your opinion of how it should go, uh, by, you know, by all, by all means, uh, check it out. It's it's I don't recommend it as a film because it's so stupid it's, it really is pathetic, you know. I mean, these people are pathetic. And usually you have to have someone that's like a hero, you know what I mean? It's like there's nothing there. There's no courage. There's just, you know, it's um, ladies, shall we try to survive? You know, it's almost like on that level. I mean, uh, women getting together would have done better if they were getting together for a hike. Would have done better than these pathetic men. I mean, is this, but... It's a cultural statement that in Germany, this is what men have become. You can say the same thing about the United States from films here too. But in Germany, this is the state of malehood. And it is sad. It is pathetic. It is cowardly. It is stupid. And whoever produced it is obviously a complete idiot, a blithering idiot. So there you go. You know, what can anyone do? And when I say a blithering idiot, what I mean is it is that they throw these people out there with, with, you know, no plot points whatsoever. They just are whimpering little fearful, um, I'm almost thinking to the, to the girl, go ahead and shoot him. I mean, fuck these guys. You know, what have they done? Anything that's heroic or sacrificed for each other or tried anything, you know, or showed any, any modern, I mean, do they even deserve to live? Another question that comes up, I mean, at some point I'm almost rooting for the, uh, for the opponent. And uh, who's... <laughs> It's not particularly bad. I mean, it shot well. It's like everything. It looks good. It shot well. They spent lots of money on production. You know, I mean, for a, for a cheapo production, it looked pretty good. You know, for an indie film, it looked pretty good. You know, they, 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 they got their, you know, their acting and their colors and their costumes and, you know, it looked like a real movie. But, I mean, it's, 
it's unfortunate. Uh, it's unfortunate that that's what's happened. So the revelation of character, okay, revelation uh, is missing. And there is no third act, okay? It's act one, act two, uh, there's finally a confrontation. And then instead of having act three, the confrontation, you know, the, the finale of the confrontation, it ends with her, with deus ex machina. In other words, she jumps off the cliff, miraculously ending the movie. He doesn't have to do it. The last character doesn't have to do a damn thing. All he has to do is sit there and, oh, you know, throw the gun off the cliff, the evil gun. Oh, my God. You know, it, I, you know, Clint Eastwood would be terribly embarrassed watching that. You know, or anybody that, you know, you know, you know, I mean, anybody, you know, any, anybody that, you know, you know, ew, a gun, you know, it's just, it was on that level, seriously. And, uh, sad, sad. The even sadder is they brought the movie over here to America, even though it's German with subtitles in English, uh, because they thought we'd like it. Which, of course, shows how completely, um, you know, embarrassing the American public has become. Intellectually, uh, you know, in the culture war for male and female, the male has been obviously reduced to some whimpering little, you know, um, uh, you know, fearful little, you know, creature begging for, for mercy every day of his life. And uh, because of that, because of the cultural war, it's my theory, because of the cultural war, i.e., you know, rip the balls off males, empower the females, make everything about race, divide and conquer, because of this strategy of the rich white guys against the black people, but getting black people to carry the banner, um, which they don't understand because they can't, you know, because we're not trained in this country to do, we don't play chess, we play checkers. And um, so therefore we don't understand what they're doing to us. They're destroying all of us with this shit. There's a picture on the Zeph report of uh, they're burning books in Canada. That's a picture of the latest Canadian woke uh, culture burning books that may be offensive to indigenous people. No, I kid you not. The people that are doing the book burning, they fall for this. Their teachers teach them this shit, which is basically neo-Marxism. It's got nothing to do with the books. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with indigenous people. Zero. If anything, if you have you know people in history who are racist, not racist, they hate this, they love that, they love this, they hate that, whatever it is, you preserve the history so that you learn who you are, good or bad. Because you're an adult. But the infantilization of, of our country and people and Germany and therefore all of Europe, the infantilization of all people aids in the divide and conquer and the dependency upon a superstate, which is Adolf Hitler, 
which is basically the final solution, and then the willingness to take a jab that may kill you and may have killed millions and is going to kill billions. In other words, that you're willing to take the shot and signal that you're a good guy and die on cue and never have lived. And as if the seed that brought you and the generations that brought you were for nothing, were for zero, end game, done, fini. Because you lost your manhood, you lost your womanhood, you lost your adulthood, you lost your wisdom, you lost your sense of what it is to be a human being. The Lord of the Flies came in, you know, the children came in and, you know, did the same thing they did in China. They overthrew the world, right, with the culture war, children, and, um, and then they, 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 they screamed and yelled until they got their way. And the adults backed off and into the corner and let the kids have their way. And then they sought to destroy every single thing that ever existed all the way back to the first man and even before that and and probably even planets and stars. And still they're not satisfied. They still want to get even. Who wants to get even with all human life? Satan. That's why the end of my song, Duel, it says, you know, under your skin and into your soul, right? They want to put iron and clay together, right? Because I want to get even with all human life. That's why I'm going to jab you. To get even with you. To get vengeance on you. Why else would I do it? Why else? It's got nothing to do with any disease. Not really. So, so-called antibodies are created, but they're, they're not really going after what various variants and so forth. So, you know, they actually have the nerve to say this. I, we need to protect you from the unvaccinated by getting them vaccinated. My friends, if you're vaccinated, you have nothing to worry about from anybody, vaccinated or not, because you've been vaccinated. In other words, you're inoculated. So therefore, you're, you know, Okay, that's that's no, that's the norm. That's that's logic. If someone says I have to get everyone jabbed to protect the to protect the vaccinated, that is saying that the vaccinated uh, vaccine doesn't work. Then okay, then say that. But to say they're both equal is insane, and then should be jailed forever. Duck tape that fucker's mouth. Don't you dare let that in. Turn away from such blasphemy. Someone says to you, I have to protect you uh, from the, uh, the vaccinated that are shedding or from the unvaccinated both. I have to do everybody to protect you all for your safety. Reject destroy go to war nukes everything fire 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 because why because the next moment you're going to be dead that's why if you don't watch out you're playing with fire here man that's why i'm on today to share my little vision so when this thing falls apart 
And it is, very rapidly. They're not going to let Biden have egg on his face. His, he's their golden calf. He's, you know, he's an, an inanimate object at this point, but they, they're all, you know, surrounding him, booing him up and pushing him. That's their Trojan horse. He hates you. He wants you dead. He wants Democrats dead. He wants everyone dead. But it doesn't really matter what he wants. He's a punk criminal. He's a criminal punk. One day, I, you know, he always says he wants to box. I hope somebody does box him. And, you know, I mean, but it'd be like pathetic, you know, hitting an old man like that. But I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just total, the pathetic one is the one that leads everyone into death. So here's the thing. If this thing falls apart, and it is, and all these authoritarian assholes, corporatocracy, all assholes, CEOs, complete assholes, celebtards, complete total traitors and assholes to humanity, should never have been born. That level already. That level gets earned by what you do, not what you say, not your provocative statements on Twitter, but what you do with your life. You hurt kids, you should never have been born. <clears throat> the Bible says you should have a millstone wrapped around your neck and drown at the bottom of the sea. You know, I mean, you don't hurt innocent people. You don't, you don't, you know, twist people into something they're not. You don't take, you know, you know, you, you know, natural born people, whatever they are, male, female, and try to twist them and turn them and pervert them into something they were never intended to be. You don't do that unless you're a real, real sick fuck, you know, that really needs to be muzzled and strapped down, put in a jail cell, and, you know, un, you know, d d d divorced from influencing anyone. And to have kids be subjected to these kind of people is child abuse on the parents' part. The parents are responsible. You're responsible for what gets into your head. If you're listening to these people, you, and you start adopting some of their contradictions, contradictions, then you, you become the next problem. Every one of these contradictions is designed to eliminate humanity, human beings from the earth. That's the point of the contradictions. That's the point of the madness. That's the point of the anger. They want to turn it against each other. Civil war against, you know, the, the woke versus, uh, you know, you know, you know, white males or something, you know, just somehow turn it into something so that the people that are doing it are off the hook. And it's just, uh, you know, it, it's exasperating. And, you know, we have, uh, you know, finally, George Bush admitting that he, he did 9-11. That, that was great. You know, because he figures now he can come out of the closet and say, yeah, I did 9-11. What are you going to do about it, punk? And the American people are so, you know, completely fried, either crazy, stupid, or cowardly that they'll just go, okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're off the hook, sir. I did 9-11 because, uh, you know, because... Uh, Basically, we had to get control. We have to control you this earth. We have to have a new world order. It's okay, Mr. Bush. Ex you know, Presidente. It's okay, Bush. Billy Graham says you're a great Christian.
Man, I don't know how you can take it. I don't know how. Anyway, so the way my premonition goes is when this thing falls apart, they're going to go to nukes and, and have a faux war between countries, which they all are, always. And, uh, you know, and try to kill a lot of people that way. The whole point is to kill people. And to really thwart that, you know, to turn that back, uh, people need to wake up from, you know, and, and not, you know, if they want to burn books, which are kids, because as you get older, you, would, you wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? You realize the, the value of books, no matter what the biases are. <laughs> I don't want to hurt the, you know, if there are indigenous people, the Indian, what you call the Indians, the indigenous people of Canada, first of all, they hate your guts. Second of all, they may not be from Canada. Just like Native Americans aren't necessarily from the United States. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just people believe anything. What matters is, you know, how you die, I guess. And you really don't want to die hating anybody. You don't want to, you know, you, you got to, you know, back the anger down, forgive, forgive people for being, you know, and, and, and they, they are stupid. People are stupid. They really, really are. And when I say that, what may have been bored of laziness, lack of education in most cases, uh, lack of, of discipline, has led to stupidity. Too much fluoride in the water. Whatever, whatever the reasons are, the fact of the matter is Americans are stupid. You know, that's just, you know, everybody knows that. You know, no one likes to, you know, put people down. But, I mean, it's not really even a put down. It's a, a general fact that people here are stupid. IQs have been lower. They, the average, what, used to be about, be about 100, 110 tops, you know, in the, in the median range. And now that IQ is about 80, right? About 80. And full retard, you know, people that have, you know, they used to call retarded or handicapped kids and adults are, you know, down, down, not far from 80. And the reason that they've become dumbed down, stupid, whatever, is because they're programmed from the TV. They're, they're not educated. They don't read books. They don't, they don't. Uh, apply themselves to any kind of discipline. So over time, just pushing buttons and filling out paperwork is not going to increase your IQ. You're going to become more and more compliant as time goes on. And that's what the powers that be want. They want you to be compliant. They want you to follow along. If they have a culture war, they want you to adapt to the popular, to the corporate culture war, which is they want you to adopt and adapt to woke culture, which is neo-Marxism and the Cultural Revolution, and, um, you know, that the, the white oligarchs control of the uh, Germany, Adolf Hitler, Bavarian Illuminati, and, uh, and you know, various, uh, you know, guilds and trusts and secret societies and so forth that en engulf the corporatocracy, that give it its purpose, its raison d'etre, its reason to exist, in the first place, which is uh, of presumably control of man. After that, it's self-mutilation and annihilation. And ultimately, it's complete destruction of everything. Which is the whole point. 
man at a level of subsistence, suffering and dying, cannibalism, uh, you know, uh, eating, you know, drinking urine, eating, e- eating poop, and then death, you know, a, a very un- unhappy death. Death screaming at the stars, why? Why do this? The truth is, man had quite the, the opportunity. Man had every opportunity laid at his feet. Every opportunity. There is no excuse. There is no, you know, crying and, you know, if you were to get rid of all the structures and all structural everything, you know, the structural racism, the structural this, biases, all people, and just put the people screaming and yelling that they want social justice and they want this and they want that. Just them and gave them every opportunity in the world and gave them all the money in the world, gave them everything in the world that they could ever want. The same people would do the same thing they did to to Moses in the wilderness. They would start grumbling and complaining. And before you know it, everything would be unfair and the other guy's fault. And that's just because instead of looking within when there's problems, people look without. So how do you turn off a nuclear war? Well, you're hearing some sabers rattle. You're hearing some sabers rattle. And that noise will get louder if the uh, if the jab, which is basically ultimately a path leading to an AI hookup in the digitization of human consciousness, which is the destruction of mankind. If man, but man's too stupid to figure that out. I, there's no point for me talking. I mean. There's no way, you know, you guys, you were awakened already. I'm just basically saying what you know. And the people out there, they're never going to wake up. Right? They're, they're, they're destined to go to the grave. They're destined to go, they're destined to fail is what they are. But remember, they've had a life of lording it over everybody else, of being the celebtards, of being the, the, the chiefs, of being, you know, of being in power. But, I mean, none of them deserved it. Not any of them. It was given to them. They go, here's a self-made man. Yeah, right. Show me the self-made man. I will show you the corruption that led to that victory. And why? Because the world is the way of corruption to victory and the world needs to be changed to the way of, you know, justice, fairness. You know, the guy that works hardest should be rewarded, not punished. And I think we're work I think those kinds of ideals are coming. But first there must be some kind of cleansing away of this of this upside down clown world that says if you you're you're connected the right way, you could get to be the boss. No, if you work hard, and you make the right decisions, the right moves, 
and you have talent that's deserving of that spot, then you should have it. If, you know, and you develop your talent, self-discipline, things like that. If, if it's just given to somebody, they're not going to appreciate it. It's like giving someone these government jobs full of power. They abuse the power because they don't appreciate, you know, a, a road to victory. They, they, they're just given it. And that's the way that the collective always works. They give people these jobs. They give people money. They give everything out so that there's no process. Uh, to me, a self-made man is somebody that, or a woman, is, is somebody that, you know, works, you know, works. I mean, you know, working in the system, you know, a corrupt system and, and making it on your own, it's very rare. Very rare. But that person deserves double applause for having to figure out a way through this matrix and on to truth, which is victory. The only way I know to make it is to put God first. The only way I know to be educated is God has got to lead me to the books that I need to read and to the shows I need to see and not to, you know, movies that are going to waste my time. <clears throat> well, when I say movies are going to waste my time, you have to understand what I may create as a film, which is, you know, which is this one, you know, very wild, very, you know, rebellious, very, um, you know, me, and it's, it's that expression. The good thing about it is it's, it's without filter, you know, but I'm not trying to copy so the, the, the three-act structure exactly. We have like four acts of this thing in ours. It pops the clutch a couple times. But you need a third act. And so watching soy boys running around being afraid of guns at a, at a woman shooting a gun, the optics may be beautiful for feminism, which is what I suspect is behind it in Germany, right? You know, Merkel and her political correctness, right? That's what's behind it all. What happened to those like German Nazis? You know, the the you know the, the German shepherds and the you know what I mean and the you know the tough Germans. What happened to that? <laughs> yeah, they want to convince you German men that you're just wimps, huh? I want to show you how exciting it is to be cuckolded. Well, it certainly is, uh, you know, a, a change. Taboos and, and fetishes become exciting to lots of people who are going against their natural instinct of self-discipline, being a, you know, being a, a, a conscious, you know, uh, conscientious and, and a you know, person with a conscience and carrying on in in the way that they should rather than falling into, you know, um, you know, the, the path that any of us could fall into, you know. You know, drugs, uh, fetishes, uh, you know, it can go all the way until you basically self-mutilation and even uh, self-immolation or just uh, suicide. As a, <clears throat> as a, as a sexual release. If that's what you're talking about, if that's if you're being kept from all this excitement and goodness, no, I think that um, you know we've 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 gotten to a point now of you know 
when I see the, all the celebrities, uh, you know, not taking the jab and putting their placebo in their arm or, you know, telling you they've got it when they haven't, I think that's really sad. So how do you know that? Oh, that's a prophetic leaning on my part. I just know they haven't taken it, folks. I just know they haven't taken it. You know how I know that? Because they have Pfizer didn't take it for the same reason. And so, you know, they didn't take it. CEOs didn't take it. Government officials didn't take it. Jen Psaki certainly didn't take it. Joe Blow Biden didn't take it. They'd be afraid they'd lose him if he did. Some did. I, I believe that, you know, Bill Maher says he take, took it, you know, of... These are, you know, liberal commentators, conservative commentators. I don't believe, you know, on the conservative side, I don't believe Ted Cruz took it. I'll tell you why. Because he because he kind of prevaricated. He 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 said they said, Why aren't you wearing a mask? And he goes, All three of us here are inoculated, so we don't need to. No, you wouldn't say it that way. You'd say We've all three taken the jab, we've all three had the vaccine, so we're okay. No, he said inoculated, which sounded weird. And he was like, why choose that word over the obvious? That's, a, it's all like trying, yes. I'm inoculated, my own uh, antibodies, my own immune system has inoculated me from uh, the virus. I'm inoculated by my own immune system. Rather, I've, we've all taken the vaccine. It's not necessary. No, I'm inoculated. My, my, my immune system is 13 times better than a, uh, than, a, than a vaccine. The other people that are getting in trouble out there are the people who have had the vaccine, have had COVID, but they don't know it. So they go to get the vaccine, and then, then they have complications because they've had COVID, but they never tested it, never became clear whether they did or not. And then, of course, complications ensue. All of these things should be put under caution. If we had a United States of America and an actual president, he would put a stop to the vaccines until it was figured out what the hell they are, until the public was educated. And if there are problems with the vaccine, that they were straightened out or put back in trials or whatever for five more years until they figure it out. But they would pull the vaccines if they were human because of all the complications and all the deaths, they would be pulled. Instead, they're acting like there are no deaths. That's just right-wing rhetoric. And uh, you need to take your jab because that's the right thing to do uh, for the uh, public. Uh, you know, that's a sign of respect for your fellow man. No, that's a sign of being duped by Joe Biden, who is killing you. Because they all know it's a, it's a, it's a, that if, if this is in the death shot, one of the boosters will be. Eventually, there will be a culling. And it will be noticeable. But it's falling apart. Australia, the only thing that I know there that could be done is I've actually had uh, 
some fantasies about, you know, putting together a, you know, a mission to, to, to go down there to liberate them. You know what I mean? A, you know, a military mission. What would it look like? Well, we'd have to invade Australia, you know, put the, uh, the, the, the people that locked the people down there, put them on trial for, for uh, you, you know, violations of the Nuremberg Code and then execute them all. And then help Australia set up their own government, buy the people for the people, make sure they're all armed this time and learn how to use their weapons so that people take responsibility for their own security, the security of their family, the security of their kids, the security of their neighbors, and learn to defend themselves so they don't have to you know, wait on 911 or have a sub lockdown, some government come lock them down. Can you imagine what the Chinese would do? Uh, getting a hold of Australia, what they would do to them? It'd be brutal. So sometimes you got to fight off the invading, you know, the invaders. Therefore, you need to be vigilant. You need to train on those weapons. Kids have to come up training with weapons, and you have to, like, sometimes keep a guard, keep a post, because freedom isn't free, because you're you're not enjoying the liberty of being able to go surfing and enjoy the beach and uh, everything Australia has to offer. You know, well, you know, go scuba diving on the outer reef, the Barrier Reef, and all those kind of fun things. Uh, if you're not willing to defend your country, and if you're just going to go back into slavehood and back into prison, as it started out, a prison camp with nobody being free, then that's a problem. Now, now where you're at now, I, since we can't send a mission down there, we can't invade Australia. We'd, had this been a normal country here? With a normal president and a normal by the people, you know, government, which we don't have. We have the State Department is a traitor, all of it, pretty much all of them. FBI, CIA, Alphabet Soup, DARPA, you know, Defense Intelligence Agency, all these, you know, the Pentagon, everything is pretty much pushing the whole, you know, woke thing because it comes from, you know, it's a, actually woke is a white supremacist. Uh, ideology that's pushing black supremacy as a way to guard white supremacy. But they don't know that because they don't know where the money is coming from. So we can't prove anything So because nobody wants to know. Because the NFL's invested in it, the you know, AT&T has invested in it, all these you know, Fortune 500 companies invested in it, all these companies run by pure white bread, sorry to say, They've all invested billions and even trillions into the culture war. You know, the NFL, they got, you know, now now it's, you're only going to hear the black national anthem. No national anthem because it's, it's racist. And so when the flag comes down, you know, you were conquered, you were taken over, and you lost your country. On that day, when the flag comes down at federal buildings, you'll know you lost your country and you'll know what day it was lost. Uh, what day will go down in the history books of the United States being defeated? In the history books, they'll say the reason it was defeated, it was defeated, it was liberated by, uh, you, you know, social justice warriors fighting to end racism. You know, ended the hypocrisy and racism of the corrupt United States, of which all the most corrupt corporations uh, were invested. <laughs> all undiverse.
And the kids go, I don't care about hypocrisy. It makes me feel good to to burn these books because it, it, and you say, well, is there anyone there who is an indigenous person who is asking you to burn the books? No, we're all white people burning the books because we think it hurts indigenous people. And who told you that? My teacher. And who is that? Oh, uh, you know, a, a white person. I see. And do you intend to become a, a a slave of an indigenous person? Well, absolutely. To make up for the past. Did anyone ever tell you that even that won't be enough? We want your life. Well, you can have my life, Damien. Damien, you can have my life. Thank you, Damien. All for you, Damien. It's the least I can do to even out the damage that was done. And I'm so sorry. Go ahead and hang me with that rope. And if that's okay with you, if that's okay with you, um, well, whatever I say has equanimity in it, equality, humanity rather than division. What you say is all divided rather than humanity. But you want us to listen to you about dividing, conquering, and killing. Because you know and I know that ultimately where this is leading is mass genocide because nobody could ever be woke enough it's going to involve bloodletting at some point as it progresses to that point. And if it's neo-Marxist communists in charge, they know just how to do that. Believe me, they've had a lot of experience killing innocent people who meant nobody any harm whatsoever and who did build a community and build opportunity for others for something greater than themselves, but they must be punished because they're obviously inherently supremacists of some, of some kind. In the future, watch out for the Latin supremacists. When the Latin population gets to be too much, they'll start in with that. Like, they're the, the next, you know, they're the white people next, you know what I mean? And you're the Jews over here. And they'll keep going until they kill every last person all the way to the last thing. And then, but we got to kill the cells. We got to kill the, the atmosphere. We have to kill oxygen. We have to kill dirt. We got to kill the sun. We, we can't just stop there. Don't you see how unfair it all is? I'm reminded of the 
I know that Super Tramp would probably love to identify whatever whoever's left of them would probably love to identify as woke themselves, but guess what? They come out on the boomer generation side with their great song. You're bloody well right, you got a right to say. Right? But you see, looking the other way, Mr. Super Tramp, looking the other way didn't really do it for you now. Did it. No, they wanted to take the long way home and find alternative means of everything. Only to find out that they denied their own existence because nobody wants to look at their shadow. Nobody wants to look at their dark side. Nobody wants to look at the fact that we're all capable of every atrocity known to man. Nobody wants to to, 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 to be humbled and have to admit we need help and to, to work with brothers and sisters rather than against. Nobody wants to go there. No, 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 no. We need to affix blame and prosecute to make it fair. It will never be fair without affixing blame and prosecuting. And then after we're done with them, there's another group over here, over there, over there, there, there. there. Look everywhere. Look at them all. We got to get them all. All of them are guilty. And of course, that's why I consider the United States right now, the U.S. government is the theater of the absurd. The saddest thing in the world is there was a good economy here. Now it's sputtering, right? It's like, it's right top, it's ready to go the other way. It's like sputtering, it goes, can't get beyond 3,500, you know, sort of sputtering there, right? Because remember this, I'm Joe Biden. I'm here to tell you that that inflation that you're saying, there is no inflation. That's just temporary. Everything is up uh, at least 10%. Well, it's just temporary. <laughs> I don't think there's any more conversation between left and right, between these divisions. I think everyone has cut off from everybody. You know, for me, having an opinion about being an observer of all this makes me some kind of racist when it's not true at all. I'm the unracist. I'm the only one that isn't racist. Why is that? Because I look at everybody as equally worthless and stupid. It's true. I look at humanity. And yes, different groups get racial against other groups. Sure, I see it all. And to have these, you know, puckered, you know, wrinkled up white guys telling, you know, Black Lives Matter what to do is really, uh, you know, to me, racist. But nobody wants to factor in where the money comes from. Nobody's going to allow any truth ever. <laughs> because we need to hate. We need to hate. We need to be, we need to hate and we need cover for our hate. 
because we accuse them of hating, but it's really us who hate, and we hate everybody. Right. Because I want to get even with all human life. I want to get even with all human life. Who's me? Anyone of my spirit who worships me, Satan, wants to get even with all human life. We blame one group at a time. And after that group's eliminated, we eliminate the next group until there are no more groups, until all the men are women and all the women are men, until everybody is inverted and nobody can defend the homeland. And when we get to that point, uh, it's going to be even worse then because the more compliance there is, the more torture I can wield because I want to get even. I want vengeance. I don't want solution or justice. I want vengeance with all human life. No matter where it is. Understand, my motive as Satan is always vengeance. I want war everywhere. I want division everywhere. I want innocent people locked up everywhere. I want Australia locked up and then exterminated. I want other people to be outraged and get into war so they can be exterminated. I want everything nuked and exterminated now. I want to get even with all human life. If you, if you worship me, you will catch the same spirit and act it out. Because you love me, death, destruction, unfairness, injustice, perversion, cruelty, intolerance, and a need to enslave all. Nobody comes to me without being a slave first. My slave, that I direct the way I see fit. You have no say. You can live in a mansion somewhere and just STFU. Or else we'll just take that away too. You know, until the job's done, Arnie. You're going to keep your mouth shut, Arnie, until, the, until everyone is dead. And then you can talk. Okay, Mr. Governor? Okay, Mr. Mr. Top Dog? Okay, Mr. Nazi? You got a great heritage there, uh, Arnie. Great. You're a pedigree for ruling over the New World Order. Just don't take the jab. Just tell everyone else to. Thank you. Okay, we are we straight now? Anyway, so this whole parallel of the movies is <laughs> you know, so in, in in so doing I have a what I recommend. I, I saw this, I think a part of it a long time ago. It was called uh, called uh, Violent Acts. Was that what it was called? 1917, Antonio Banderas uh, in the lead and uh, doing a fine job. Really good. I think it's called Violent Acts. I'm not, not quite, but it was made, look at the date, 2017. If you contrast that with uh, 
with some of the films going on today, you'll see there's a demarcated a de, de, a demarcated point in about 2017, 2018, where it changed. You know, when the COVID came in, but it also changed to to more woke. And that's where you started, you know, getting rid of masculinity and different things. It, it's very interesting to look at uh, how a filmmaker now today in the Hollywood system, which, of course, Hollywood's dead, so it really doesn't matter, but that's why the films don't matter. But, you, you know, every once in a while there's a gem, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's, you know, it's not all bad across the board, but it it used to be a better average, I'll put it that way. And I know the reason that they can't reveal characters because they're afraid of revealing something that would piss off the, you know, the, the cancel culture, the woke culture. So they, they pull back on any kind of, you know, anything that might offend. The, the, the character can't be that in his past, you know. So they have to handle that very carefully. So the characters come out being very homogenized, very safe. You take you contrast uh, anything going on today with, say, a Paul Schrader movie, and you'll see you know the revelation of character, ugly or pretty, doesn't matter with him, and he's not going to pull punches. So there's a real filmmaker there, as opposed to what you have today here. Some of the other movies I've seen, you know, one on a couple on quarantines, COVID twenty three, that was uh, a real mess. Um, uh, another one I forget. I forget the titles of so many of them, but uh, some you know CIA uh, dramas. There's a lot out right now of uh, you know vengeance movies uh, because people are feeling angry, but the characters are never defined enough so that you can say, oh, that's a white supremacist, or oh, 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 that's a uh, you know that's cultural appropriation. Oh, oh no, that's uh, you know what I mean. So they have to be you know. So what can they do? And when they're doing their stories and they're directing their films and they're acting in these films, they have to be very careful to tiptoe around all these things. And I'm saying, if you want to look, since you're going to be dead anyway, why tiptoe? You know, see, here's the hypocrisy thing. You're still the same guy. You're still the same male. You're still white or black, or brown, or whatever it is. You're still what you are. You still have your biases. All you're doing is stopping the truth from coming into your stories, thus, you know, making them much more shallow, making people not care as much, making reality that much harder to find, making people that are barely NPC characters into actual characters rather than fleshing out the essence of character, which is action or actions. And therefore, robbing the people so when they sit to watch, it's like stuff is missing. Yes, character is missing. You know, the... Uh, the well, there's maybe diversity on the screen now. They're very careful to put lots and lots of, you know, uh, you know, people that are, you know, like there's lots of films that are just, you know, pretty much all uh, brown, black, no white, uh, different colors, whatever. You know, they think, oh, well, look at these racists getting upset. No, I'm watching and I'm saying, well, 
for me, being being honest, I, I like to to cast things, you know, that would be, um, you, you know, that have some some, you know, that would be believable. You know, like a you know a seventeen year old girl, you know, even if she's black, is not going to be running a huge division of the navy or something. You know what I mean? I just I would just try to at least make it so it's plausible. And and you know I I really don't know you know in the in the you know the other thing is the woke things you know I say woke which I shouldn't say because that's already fallen apart and we're on to the next phase of neo Marxism not woke woke is gone now uh, so let's let's call it as it is woke is actually gone and it's being replaced by um, actually the the next step which is ultra violence. And so that that would be you know it's it's like the, it's a fuse that has to be lit, but you know that's the phase where uh, anyone over thirty <laughs> gets killed. You know that you know that there's a killing phase coming in in Marxism, and um, you know it, it it goes from like an ideology to a, to a you know you know to because not everybody can fit in the social justice uh, movement. And so it's going to have to just go to, you know, to, to more, you, you know, it, 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 it's really a movement that does better with violence than it does with talking. Because if you burn all the books and get rid of the language, when you try to talk, it's kind of hard to put together language if you've gotten rid of it. Easier to just kill people. Right. As they found out in China, as they figured out in Russia with the Bolsheviks. Yeah, it's easier. Just well, they have a house in the countryside, and it's like a farm. Okay, kill them. And you know, you want to move in there? Go ahead, move. You know, good. Oh, they have an airplane down there. Okay, kill them all. My airplane now. And that it's Venezuela, right? So that's uh, where the state takes over everything, and the people that have the things the state wants are thrown in jail. And that's that's you know, neo Marxist feudalism which is what comes to the world. In other words, everyone is poor, except the elites which live in the fields of Elysium, a la Elysium. Good film there, Elysium with, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Matt Damon. And then uh, we had Oblivion with uh, Tom Cruise, which I love Oblivion. Now I'm amazed they actually made that movie. Of course, that was before that. Uh, <laughs> that was for the genius studio executives ever knew what was happening, because you know, uh, to get a, a job like that, all you have to do is be conniving, and you know, it doesn't mean you know what you're doing. In fact, <laughs> Hollywood is dead, but Netflix is alive, and Amazon Prime, you know, they make, uh, you know, films, which are, you know, the last one they did was The Tomorrow War, which was a complete disaster, because of all the reasons I mentioned. The best film that I've seen, one that I totally recommend, is called Riders of Justice, and it's a Danish film starring Mads Mikkelsen, and that is flawless. And it double clutches the uh, the the end, so you get two, two, you get Act Three 
and a denouement to boot. People don't even know what a denouement, you know, a, a wrap-up after the Act 3. People don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> they, they really don't. They don't. They what, Where the films end today is they end at the beginning of Act 3 with some kind of magical thing that happens that makes it so it can end. And the reason they do that is so you don't know what side they fall on politically. They don't want to make a statement politically. They're scared to death. And that's, you know, it's okay. Heck, I don't need them to change for me. That was, I think it was called Acts of Violence. I may be wrong on that. Uh, or Acts of Vengeance or Acts of Violence with Antonio Banderas. He's really good. I really love him. Well, he emotes. He he makes us care for him. He uh, plays a sleazebag lawyer, and you know, and it's bad things happen to him. And he's got to get some some kind of he's got to solve the crime and get some vengeance. And it ends up that instead of vengeance, his character grows. I mean, this is a classic good movie. You know, it's not the great. It's like a B movie, but it's classic. And it has the the beginning, middle, and end. And then a wrap-up at the very end. It's completely satisfying from the character point of view. When you're done watching, you don't feel a letdown, but you feel kind of an empowered feeling. And that's because there was a full third act and then a, you know, and then a, a, then a basic resolution after that that makes it so you can go ahead and leave and feel satisfied. It's just like, you know when you have a good meal and you're satisfied because there's a beginning, middle, and end? It usually end with like a little dessert, a little cognac or... You know, if you, if you know, or or whatever your thing is, and uh, but but then you can leave knowing you had a good time and you feel like you've it's finished and you feel like you have a complete experience. Okay, so we do that as humans, you know, kind of ritualize things, whether it's a picnic or a you know a, a film or a play you might see, you know, a musical concert. There's kind of you know there's a letdown if there's if we have to leave in the middle of the end. It's not quite resolved. You don't know quite who, what the story was with this guy or that guy. You're, you want to you, you want to know. There's questions that'll never be answered, and then you have to leave the theater, and you don't feel good about it. I remember I saw. You know, I used to think that Jennifer Garner was a really great actress. In fact, I still do. I I may not like her love affair with Doctor Fauci, but I really do. You know, unfortunately, I saw. You can't unsee that. When you see that, I saw it on, fa- on Facebook. I'm trying to stay off Facebook from now on because I, I, I just feel like I, I, Facebook is manipulating me. It's, it's hurting me. It's manipulating my consciousness. It's taking command over my synapses. Oh yeah, they're doing something like that. Come on, folks. It's not. It's beyond. It's beyond talking and receiving. You know, listening and speaking. It's beyond that. But yeah, I saw her do that. Anyway, she she was in this movie called uh, Slaves of Palace Verdes. And she did an A-lister performance, uh, Academy Award winning level performance. So I know how good she is. You know, after seeing that, you're going, wow, why, this is an amazing, amazing performance. Just absolutely stunning beyond belief it's like whoa this should have been yeah it should have been but it wasn't 
And um, then I saw her in another movie that they did an action movie with her, which was a dismal failure, called Peppermint. And it's hard to believe the same actress was in both movies, you know, because Peppermint was such a complete uh, uh, a disaster in terms of structure, a structure of a story, because structure is, you know, a film is based on structure, you know, it's like one, two, three, you know, beginning, middle, end, you know, there's a structure. And the thing about it is it, 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 it started off with this, uh, with this sort of premise about her being wrongfully da 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 It's a revenge thing. And then it suddenly jumps into her in revenge mode already with all the skills of a, of a martial artist or something, you know, of a black belt where, where she, there was no process of her training or getting to that point. It just, it just, the screen went black. She was destroyed, maligned, hurt. I forget exactly what happened. Somebody killed, whatever. She was, you know, you know, ruined. And then it goes to black, and then it, then it opens up again with her as this expert in killing people, in weapons and all this stuff. Where did she learn all that? Well, in the time of the blacked-out screen, which lasted for three seconds, that's when she learned it all. Apparently, they wanted us to think time passed. Instead of that, it just looked like a goofy, idiotic uh, situation. And you keep asking, well, where did she learn all that? Where did she get all the you know, ninja skills? And how'd she, you know, how is she doing this? She was just like a little housewife before. <laughs> and um, uh, so because that's missing, a character is what they, they do. Not, so, so you need her to be training because it's what they do. You need to see her discipline in the gym. You need to see her getting instruction. You need to see her getting her ass kicked and learning how to overcome that. Well, in this Antonio Banderas movie, to the contrast of that, you do see him go through a process of becoming a fierce warrior to find out what happened to his wife and daughter. See what I mean? With that motivation and also to atone for his you know, sleazy lawyer life. And uh, it all, all those things got done. What I like about the film is all those things got done. All the things that we need done in a film so that you can, you know, so it's for you. It's for your the audience. The reason films are made are for the audience. They're not made for the filmmakers. There's no point in making a film that's just for the filmmaker. It's for the, an audience so they can leave satisfied. And uh, so there was one done in 2017 not to mean people heard about it, but it's a definitely a feature film, and when it's finished, you feel that sense of satisfaction. And I rest my case on that. I could make a case with other films, but I mean, you you go back and look at Tom Clancy's earlier films compared to the ones today, and you'll see that oh, I see there was uh, Harrison Ford in this one, and so and so in that one, and you know now we have. You know, Michael B. Jordan, and they go, oh, well, the only reason you don't like it is because he's black. No, I'm fine with him being black. I'm fine with him being black. Love it. You know, I'm a fan. But it just didn't seem like the right role for him for me. That's his latest Tom Clancy thing. No, I didn't need white people in there, or, you know, brown people or blue people or yellow people. Uh, it, it just it seemed a little bit off for him, but I loved him in the Rocky thing. And uh, so, you know, uh, 
it's 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 is this done because he's black? Is that what he was put in there? Is that what they were doing, or or were they looking for the best person? Because there's a lot of black actors. <laughs> you might have noticed. So you see, there's some kind of thing there. There's some kind of thing that's going on that uh, is really dividing people and. Now we're in this standstill where the left is saying, we want people jabbed or we want the unvaccinated to be put in concentration camps and maybe even, as Jimmy Kimmel has called, for the death of all unvaccinated people. If he's called for what he's called for all. Jimmy Kimmel is saying, I want all unvaccinated people dead. Yeah. His son will probably wind up dead. Of course, he can virtue signal with that. But I sacrificed my son. I'm really down with the struggle, man. Honestly, Trish, if I didn't sit here and rant and rave, I think I'd go stark raving mad. I think one of the reasons I'm doing the Zeph report today is for myself. So I don't go crazy because I I can't watch this with a with a clear conscience. I feel like I need to do something, but I'm an old man. What can I do? If I were, you know, a young Ollie North back in the day and hooked up with the CIA and everything else, I'd want to lobby and get the money to go invade Australia. And set those people free. And make sure that never happens again. By arming the people. What is wrong with my plan? And also, I told, I told somebody I know. Someone criticizing me. And um, claiming to be woke. So what I told them is, I knew this would piss them off. I said, well, if we're up to me what I would do is bomb the Chinese Navy. Right now, I've said, I've told Trump to do that. Bomb the Chinese Navy into oblivion. Right? Because most of the, in the naval yards, in uh, the shipyards of uh, China, most of these ships are half built. Bomb the shipyards of China. Take out the Navy. They're trying to imitate England and be the number one power by having a number one Navy. So get them at their Achilles heel. It's the Navy. Nobody listens to me. And back when I said that a couple of years ago, Trish, wouldn't that have been great timing? Had Trump done that, he'd still be president today. Guaranteed. Because he'd have enough uh, oomph and enough military on his side that if they tried to cheat, he'd be basically send in the guard. Send in the troops. Lock it down. Whatever it takes. They start trying to riot. Quell it in five minutes. Thank you. Well, he started off that way. Then he went down on us. But uh, a lot of talk, not a lot of action, unfortunately. You know, and th that's why you should never put all your eggs in a presidential basket. You should, you should, Realize most of these guys are puppets. And, uh, you know, less so with Trump because he did get a lot of personal policies of his own in.
that were not public policy written up in the State Department or other places. So you have to attribute that to him personally. You can't just say he's a puppet because of the policies that got passed. And it did work. Greatest energy exporter in the history of the world. GDP numbers through the roof. Uh, the the uh, and employment was full employment with lots of openings and room to spare, i.e. for the a million or so immigrants per year that come in, uh, you know, no problem. You know, expanding with that employment. In other words, you always want when there's lots of immigration, you want employment to 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 soak up that immigration. You don't want people getting an apartment rented for them, given to them by the the DNC, who's basically a pimp giving them a little apartment, a big screen TV, say, wait here, and when I tell you to vote, you vote Democrat. Okay, well, that's cheating. And lying. If you say you don't care, then I'd say, okay, then fine. You know, your children are already dead. Your future is already dead. Your children are already dead. You should never have been born. Because all you do is take up space and are a useless eater. You know, a a complete neo-Marxist stooge. A stooge of the rich and the powerful. You're their slave. They own you. You bow down to them every day. Rich white guys. You bow down every day thinking you're being a social justice warrior or thinking you're being so advanced by throwing your education out the window and taking up a political ideology that sees you dead within five years. That's not smart. Well, maybe I deserve death because of the things my ancestors have done to these off, these wonderful indigenous people. Well, the wonderful indigenous people, they did each other in for a hundred years before you even thought about it. They've been doing each other in from the beginning. But you'll never go there because you'll never study history. Because for you, history is fluid. It's whatever you think it is. It's whatever you make up in your mind to support your narrative and your ideology. Nothing is real. Everything is fake, and there's always someone to blame. Simulation, simulacra, virtue, there is no verisimilitude because it's not true. It's a flight simulator. Some evil you know, entity is running it, trying to pit everybody against everybody else. I'm decoding the whole thing like decoder, a decoder ring. I've decoded it all. I've broken it down. I've broken it out. I've unpacked it all. And instead of people going, oh, thank you, Zeph, it's like, oh, no, that's not, you're a bigot. Yeah, no, I'm not a bigot. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm conservative on some things, liberal on others. Like a lot of people, I sort of take each thing as it comes. I'm not for putting iron in clay. You know, I, I, I do believe in the Bible and Jesus and those things. And at the same time, I'm friends with people with religion, not religion, across the whole spectrum because I feel like God will reel you in at his appointed time. So, so that's not me. 
you know, you're 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 finger pointing and you're labeling. It's not me. So you're 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 a hopeless boomer. You're saying boomer things. It's not me. Boomers rejected me. Churches rejected me. Um, bigots rejected me. The biggest bigots I ever knew were actually on the left, not the right. Who would openly call Mexicans wetbacks and you know black people n word and I mean openly just less normal conversation until somebody else showed up, then they cool it. You know, mainly liberal people behave that way. I don't know why that is. They'd be at the convention marching around one day and using the N-word the next. I don't know why that is. But they'll never get caught because everyone's pointing a finger outward away from there toward somebody else. One of the biggest racists in the world is Joe Biden. If you don't realize it about him behind the scenes, he's one expletive after another, right? Just flowing out of his mouth, just with a stupid, you know, just on and on and on. And, um, and all those people around him are like that too, of that generation, you know what I mean? Even Obama's pretty much a racist. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I can't focus on race because I, I have to get on with it. It's consciousness. It's humanity. Not, the, you know, what color is the, you know, potatoes, cherries, corn, cabbage. You know, it's purple. It's green. It's, you know, I can't deal with that. I have to find a way out of here. So my time is spent you know, decoding the simulacrum and, and trying to plot, some, not plot, but asking the Lord, I guess, you know, can you lead me out and lead us out? Realizing this is really not for me. I don't really want to go here again and like win the game and, you know, no more, be superior. I don't want to do that. I've, I've just, I've seen enough. I think, think I've learned that nobody wins here. Nobody gets out alive. I get that. Uh I kind of just want to move on, but I can tell you this: the the if this vax thing falls apart, they will you'll start hearing maybe some saber rattling between the United States and China, possibly Russia, but it's you know, U.S. and China relations poisoning and China threatening nukes and you know you know that that kind of Cold War type of rhetoric getting you know colder and colder. I do see that. It may not be China, it may be, uh, well, I guess it would be, wouldn't it? Okay, so now we have the provocation of North Korea with the tests again. So here we go. So this is all part of the Biden administration. You know, Biden and, and, and Kim Jong, they're, they're good friends, so... You know, Kim's going to play his part. Biden's going to say that. And he says, if you do anything to our friend North Korea, China says, we will nuke Los Angeles, you know, or something to that fact. Because you can't get it done by, it's a Biden indicator. It's like, oh, I can't get the jabs done? Let's go to nukes. 
Something like that, folks. I don't know exactly when, but something like that's in the air. Well, we've had that before. We prayed through it, remember? We prayed through it back in the 70s, remember? Well, if Trump calls for prayer, I'm... I would definitely um, prefer Trump to a New World Order puppet, you know. But see, they, 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 they're they so pissed off at him that I, I I don't know if that that would work. On the other hand, is there a Republican that could go up against the, 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 the global world order? I, I doubt it. Uh, I think we're just going to have to pray that we don't get, you know, a litany of... Pi- of 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 dictators then. You know, a litany of that kind of thing. What we really want is, is we, you know, what I would like to see is just a uh, cooperation and, and um, you, you know, a, a, I guess there's no way. There's no way. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say that I want cooperation and peace and love and all that stuff. Because I can tell you why. Hey, guys. Trish, how about another? Okay. Yeah, I didn't sleep too well last night. I, you know, and I have a ton of stuff to do today, but I just, I just couldn't get back to sleep this morning. I was uh, so wound up from, you know, all these things going on and, uh, I wanted to share with you my um, my observation about new. If if not vax, then nukes. In other words, one way or another, to kill a lot of people. And I don't know. You know, they keep saying the vaxes are safe, and then I hear a doctor say millions. I what do I believe? What should we believe? I believe these vaccines are dangerous because of mixing iron and clay. I think that's the Bible quite clear. I'm a Bible believer. I really am. I may have an interpretation of Genesis that's a little different from people because I think when it says, um, you know, replenish the earth, that means one thing. Other Bible scholars think it means another. So we have a, if if someone were to say to me, I can prove to you the earth is 4,000, 5,000, or 5,000 years old, and that's it, and it's coming to an end, blah, blah, blah. If that could be proven, I would, believe, I would, I would go down that road. I have gone down that road with people. And I still see a mystery. But at the same time, you know, there's so many prophetic passages that have come to pass. So many things about health and about what to do and not to do, about the way things go if you do this, the way things go if you do that. So many things indicate the Lord's ways are above our ways, the Lord's thoughts are above our thoughts. So many things like that. And that's why along the way here somewhere, I'm going to cool any kind of worldly language of, 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 you know, cussing and all that stuff. Not because, you know, I know it's kind of funny at times, but it's not funny. It's, it's ultimately a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a failure in communication. 
I actually I don't want to be too hard on myself. I'm just gonna in fact I'm gonna have no rule. No filter. I don't have no filter, man. No filter. That's now it's raw. <laughs> but um yeah, the nukes, if not the vax and the vax falling apart, what about Australia? My feeling is they want to keep Australia locked down and people that aren't right, that they don't like, they're going to build these concentrations out. They're going to camps out. They're going to keep those going. And uh, if you're not the right kind of citizen, they might move you there and then look for a thin, thinly veiled opportunity to kill you, making them, instead of a concentration camp, a death camp. If anyone believes there are quarantine camps in Canada, United States, or Australia, you're sadly mistaken. Those are death camps thinly disguised as quarantine camps and then work camps and then death camps. But we've all heard of death camps, yes, folks? Why would they want to kill Trump supporters? Um, because they hate them and because they're intolerant, hateful people is why. And so when, you know... Well, don't the Trump supporters want to kill them back? Not necessarily. I think they'd like to pray. I don't think, you know, I don't see anything wrong with a Trump supporter. I don't see anything wrong with a, I see something wrong with the Q, with the Q people. I don't see anything wrong with the traditional liberals, you know, that are just for, for real social justice and for, you know, programs to, to benefit the poor and so forth and so on. I think you need a balance you know, to get the whole debate through. But it's it's where it's gotten to now is, is um, you know, taking people, you know, based on you know, what they've said or what they've done and dividing them forever with the idea that they are to hate the other side and kill if necessary. That That's just for the politicians to keep power. So, you know, I'm never going to go along with that. I don't go along with any of it. I just think now what we have to do is we have to keep people in prayer. We've got to remember Australia and as, you know, Australia is like the main thing on my mind right now. And I keep thinking, yeah, if there's a way to arm them, if there's a way to send, uh, you know, boats in with guns and start distributing those arms and start getting them broken out of these prisons, oh, I mean their houses, and get them to go up against these, uh, these, these, these jackass guards that are just pure evil. Well, what I would do with the guards is try them under Nuremberg rules. If they say I was just following orders, not good enough, they get hanged. You know, that simple. You know, there's a lot of people dying in Australia for just being locked up. And they're covering that up. This this dictator down there, this woman needs to be not just stripped of power, but either thrown in jail, subdued in some way, and I and I would say also put under you know the tribunal of the uh, Nuremberg codes because she's clearly violated every single one of the ten codes. She's violated. And um, you know, people just think, well, we got it bad here. If we don't do anything here. They're going to try to make this Australia. The one thing that though, though this place has that Australia didn't is they took the guns. Remember when we told them, don't give up your guns, Australians, please. And you guys did. 
And we say, well, this is what's going to happen to you. And then it did. The very thing you were warned about, Australia, happened. Let me tell you, if you had a way to do it all over again, would you give up even one gun? Nope. You hear that? They would not give up even one gun if they, if they could go back and do it again in time. Whenever you have people thinking in terms of utopian thinking, utopian ideology, you have totalitarianism and gun confiscation and, and human extermination. That's what you have with with uh, you t- you you know with that kind of uh, mentality and ideation. You have um, you know violence, intolerance, perversion, all that stuff enforced by empowering all these guys that had no power before. Then uh, suddenly they get perverted. They get they do things to you that they would never even think of before. But now that they're unleashed and the evil in them is unleashed, they're capable of anything. And that's why the guards down there in Australia and the police need to be stopped. Stopped because they're getting drunk on their own power. Trampling people in the street, running cars into them, you know, mass arrests for being outside your house when you shouldn't be. I mean, that's... That's the problem. Anyway, uh, go ahead and and, uh, chill. We are at the end the warning is about nukes. If this thing collapses, as I think it will, the confidence in the vaccine, the co- there's too many good doctors that are that are calling. Listen, I'm all for if someone wants a vaccine, if it really is safe and effective. But so far, I've seen nothing but corruption with cancer cells in the vaccines, the, the all the vax uh, documentaries that we had, in the, you know, the last two decades showing us that they're doing something with the vaccines to cull population. Now iron and clay. I wouldn't want to make my my body half digital. I'm not cloning myself. So my objection, it's not even spirit, it's not religious. It's I am a human being and I'm not a hybrid and I don't intend to become one. (laughs) Anyway, okay, folks. Well, expect me to be back when I when I can. You're you're very welcome to come in here and chat, and you know, just you know, thank you for putting up with some of my anger over. You really, it's it's not anger so much as it's frustration. And um, you know, I know that my yelling words of of a corrective nature, whether it be in movies or at this or that or anything, it's not going to matter. This is going to run its course the way it's going to run. But prayer works. So I pray in Jesus' name that this entire war gets turned off, but that repentant heads prevail in Jesus' name, amen. With without that repentance and without that remnant, we have nothing. The remnant must lead. Because Lord knows we have no leadership out of the worlders, none, zero. They're all hiding. So the only people left in this vacuum of leadership would be, you know, people that have their heads screwed on straight. So if you're that person, <laughs> this is your time. Let's see if I can...
Hmm. Uh, 